Welcome to Take Me to the Cloud, a place for business professionals to hear insights and best practices from industry experts that combine cloud systems, operations, supply chain, and finance. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on another episode of Take Me to the Cloud. I'm your host, Melissa Holton. Today, we're here to talk about the efficiencies to be gained by consolidating your project-related activities into a single ERP system. At a high level, we're going to talk about accounting and finance, timesheets, project management, and reporting. Many of our customers we work with operate in a projects-based environment. They are a wide range of professional services firms that can manage cases, jobs, and projects. We're going to take a deep dive into Microsoft Dynamics Business Central to discuss how you can consolidate and streamline these processes to achieve organizational efficiency. To help us with this discussion, I'm joined by my colleagues in our Microsoft practice, Josh Stove and Will Gutekunz. Hello, gents. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Melissa. Can you guys tell our audience just a little bit about your background and, and how you came to with them here? Yeah, I guess I can kick this off here. So my name is Josh Stove. I lead up our Microsoft ERP practice here at Witham. Been with Witham uh, just over a year and a half now. We, Will and I have worked together previously. Personally, I came through the Microsoft con- consulting channels. So started out in Vancouver in British Columbia, pretty much as soon as Business Central as a product came out. And then moved down to a UK and US-based consulting firm and then made my way over to Witham. So I've worked from a consultant through to through to a manager here completed a bunch of implementations across many different industries and particularly find myself working in the project space a lot here. Awesome. And I'm a senior consultant on the Microsoft Business Central team. I've got about four years of experience doing Microsoft Business Central implementations and support. I've worked at other accounting, top accounting firms in the US, as well as a, a previous company with Josh based out of the UK. And I'm based out of New York now. I've worked with some smaller companies as well as companies in the Fortune 500 size. I've done about 20 implementations throughout my four years of experience with both small to medium size and large companies. Those implementations could be anywhere from one month, sometimes nine to 12 months. So a good variety of experience we have on our team. Awesome. Well, Will, since you have uh, quite a lot of experience in, in implementations here, can you tell us what Microsoft Dynamic Business Central is? Yeah. So Microsoft Business Central, often referred to as BC, and the legacy system that had previously been used as NAV. So you may hear those words interchangeably. But if you ever hear NAV or BC, just know it's referring to Microsoft Business Central. It's a mid-market, small to mid-market ERP solution. So we find this ERP is a great fit for all the clients that we base here with them. This ERP let you complete many activities in a single solution. So that includes finance, accounting activities, inventory, warehousing, assembly, manufacturing, project accounting, and management. So we often see clients that have outgrown their initial ERP solutions, QuickBooks being one of those, using multiple solutions for these activities, which can be inefficient and cost them both time and money. So Microsoft ERP would allow for them to kind of consolidate all of those business processes into one solution. Oftentimes, clients have their current solution is on-premise servers. So those on-premise servers also cost them time and money to upkeep. So getting them into the cloud is another benefit of Microsoft Business Central. 
you mentioned one of the solutions is projects. Why would a company need a projects module in their ERP? Yeah, so uh, many of the companies we work with, they have a single solution to complete their accounting activities, as Will mentioned, kind of like a QuickBooks kind of solution. And then they, they use one or many other solutions to complete their projects modules, right? So this means they have segregated data and processes. So when we think about a projects module, we have resources submitting timesheets in one solution, but that time data needs to be used by finance for billing. So now you've got a manual process to move all of that information and, and get your billing right. They might have expenses or purchase invoices related to the project or job that go through accounts payable, right? They might have inventory that gets purchased through AP, but uses, but they're currently doing it in an inventory only solution. So key points like this for, you know, consolidating segregated data, but also processes that you're paying for multiple solutions for just into a single place is kind of key here. And so that's where you would start to look at an ERP that has a, a projects module in it that's also connected to all of your uh, accounting pieces. So obviously looking at the, the usage and monitoring at cost and, and consolidating into billing is sort of the holistic process we're looking at here. So by using an ERP that has all of these in one place, the data is in the same database. So it can just be shared across the modules versus having to be integrated, imported, or consolidated manually. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Will, what are some typical pain points that companies experience that can be solved by using Business Central with projects? Yeah, Josh kind of touched on some of those pain points, but really one of the main things is is duplicate entry. So when you're entering the same information in two different solutions, thinking about journal entries that you may need to enter into your general ledger, well, you kind of want to reflect those costs, those amounts against your projects as well. So if you're doing duplicate entry, you have two different solutions that are open. Oftentimes there's both a risk, making sure those entries get entered properly twice. You're also spending time entering both of those entries in different solutions. So being able to consolidate your entries and your project management in one solution will help save time and money. Also, when you're going back and if you're making adjusting entries, especially on the billing side, that's another place where you would often see duplicate entry across a project management and a typical finance solution. So again, making sure that we we consolidate those projects and that general ledger or your order to cash, order to payment processes all in one solution gives us a lot more flexibility and uh, saves us a lot of time when entering in those entries. Uh, we also have the ability to timesheet directly from Outlook, which is is really cool. So instead of booking all of our meetings in Outlook, sending all of those meetings out and entering in our timesheets separately, we have the ability to timesheet directly from our Outlook meetings and push those timesheet entries to Business Central. So again, just another example of consolidating those processes into one solution uh, as against having to create meetings, book entries in one solution, and then re-enter somewhere else. That's a really good feature, especially for companies that have, you know, billable hours that they're charging. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's kind of talk about budgeting. Budgeting is often the first step of a job or a project. What project budgeting capabilities are available with Microsoft? Yeah, so you're spot on there. Most of our clients will start their their project process in the ERP uh, with the budget piece. So... Using the work breakdown structure, which depending on the company can be repeatable or different per project, 
to allocate resources across the tasks that need to be completed for their project is sort of the key points here. So in BC, you can import your budget from Excel. So if you have templates there or multiple people working on them in Excel, you can import them directly from there, or you can build them out directly into the system in your project that you're setting up with the budget hours and it pulls in automatically from your resources set up the cost associated with either the resource or the group that that resource is associated to so that eventually down the line you can measure that that budget for those tasks against the actual work that does come in the project budget module in advanced projects is a little unique in the fact that it lets you have multiple budget versions so we're, we're all pretty common in a in a budget-based environment for a project-based environment sorry for being able to have our budget and measure against that. But for companies that have bigger projects where, you know, you might revise that budget halfway through and measuring either changing the original budget or measuring against the original budget is not the ideal situation. So being able to revise it, measure your budget to actual against a, a second budget version. And if you need to still be able to reference the first budget to see where you, you know, where you initially thought you would be can be of value there. So we really like that feature particularly in our construction professional services clients for the the revised budget versions. Well, once a client completes their budgeting for a project, isn't the next step usually to manage the resources and schedule for that that project budget? What what kind of functionality is there to support that process? Absolutely. The advanced projects module actually offers a really cool page that syncs directly with those budgets. So Imagine uh, your budget entries. Those are in a specific journal. In that journal, you're entering in the date or the budget. You're entering in the, the employee or the items that are being used on that job and on that task. And you're also entering sometimes even the time, the start time that the, that work will begin. So there's what's called the resource board in the advanced projects module, and it syncs directly with your budget entries. So You'll be able to visualize those budget entries by resource, by project, and by project task. So that helps a project manager when booking out work. It also helps that employee so that they can pull up their, their resource board and look for the work that they are, that they are to do on that week, the next two weeks, the month, et cetera. The resource board also syncs directly with your outlook. So those meetings that you're booked in can sync directly to your Outlook calendar and you'll be able to view the work that you're due to work on, again, for that week, month, whatever it may be. You can view that directly in Outlook. The resource board also has like drag and drop functionality. So if you're reassigning work from the initial budget, you can drag that work for that day and you can put it to another day for the same employee. You can even push it to another employee on the same day. So it gives you some ability and flexibility to change or reassign work. The last piece about those budgets too is, is now sometimes you might want to create purchase orders based on those budget entries. So oftentimes the materials that are going to be used or purchased on a job will be entered initially on that budget. You wouldn't have to want the user to then create a purchase order with the same exact lines, the same items, the same information. Again, so we have the ability to sync those budget entries and push them directly to a purchase order line. And that gives us the ability then and reduces duplicate entry, which is really important. Yeah, that sounds, it also sounds like very user friendly. So let's say that you are, you complete the scheduling and you're resourcing and now your project has begun. How does staff time entry work for the resource completing the task on that project? 
Yeah. So as, as Will kind of mentioned earlier, timesheets are often one of the pain points for our project-based companies, right? You've got people entering them in one system and you've got to consolidate that for your project data, but also often for your payroll data. So having your, your timesheets in the same solution, uh, which you have on Business Central is kind of key here. So users have a couple of options. They can enter them directly into the Business Central timesheet, right? Using the browser or using the phone app. And that's just your basic timesheet, right? Where you pick the project, pick the task, and then you put in your hours per day that you worked. It also does have a stop and start uh, timer on it. If you are someone that likes to use that kind of feature in a timesheet to to measure your time on uh, per task. Timesheets are also one area that, you know, really benefit from the Microsoft suite usability, right? Where the Microsoft products play nice with other Microsoft products. So with advanced projects, as Will said, you, when you're in Outlook, you can right click on either a meeting block that you've put in, a meeting invite, or even using the banner on an email that you're responding to and select the job and task and enter the uh, time associated with that right from your Outlook. And that will be in your business central timesheet. So a lot of people in, you know, our law firms or, you know, some of the standard professional services like accounting, that kind of job, they'll use the Outlook more than anything. And then at, at the end of the week, they'll just review their timesheet, uh, maybe add any admin time, sick time, PTO, et cetera, into it and then submit from there. The other thing about timesheets that's probably worth touching on briefly is just the approval options. So by having your timesheets in the same system as all of your projects data, you can, you have the ability to see the timesheet data that's open. So not even submitted yet, but, it, but coming against that project or the time that's been submitted and not yet approved per project. So for project managers, that can be a pretty valuable metric to be able to get insight into instead of always having to wait, you know, for your timesheet cycle and approval cycle to be complete. So for, for project managers, you can go into the job, see what's open, not being submitted yet, but also see what's sitting there for your approval or for the resources manager approval that's still pending. So great insight there on your upcoming project consumption. Yeah. What options are there for billing out the time that was approved and any expenses that might be incurred after the the job has begun? Yeah. So different businesses, different industries generally have different types of, of billing schedules. So some of those billing schedules might be like milestone billing, which is generally projects that are billed at a, at a fixed price. Milestone billing can definitely be handled with Microsoft Business Central, the advanced project solution. Essentially, you can build your billing schedule at the beginning or throughout the project. Uh, and as different milestones are crossed off, you can release those entries, those milestones for billing. So we can definitely handle milestone billing process. Another billing process we may think of is like percent complete. So as our project accumulates hours or accumulates costs, or even as tasks are completed, we can release entries or release different tasks for billing. So we have the ability to accommodate multiple different billing types. I mean, the last one we may think about is uh, street time and materials. So as entries are booked against the project, we bill them on a, a monthly or a bi-weekly basis. So we can handle multiple different billing types in the Microsoft Advanced Projects module. It gives us a lot of flexibility on how we want different projects billed and relative to, to our billing types. So 
that's really helpful there. Um, we also have what's called the invoice suggestion screen. So imagine this is a, a screen where all of the entries we are going to build for, for a project, they appear as uh, basically a preview of what is going to be built. On that screen, we have the ability to mark anything non-chargeable versus chargeable, so we can remove entries from the billing process. We can even postpone them to a later billing date. So if we wanted to hold off on billing a certain amount of time for uh, a month, we can do so. Also, you can change the billable rates or the, again, if this is an employee working on a project that we're billing for, we can change the amount of hours. So we have a lot of control before sending out the bills on the information on the details that we want to bill the client for. There's a lot more controls in the billing process, uh, such as the ability to, to charge multiple customers. So we have the ability to select a different customer than the project is originally set up for. We can select a different customer to release the billing amounts for. We can build different groups of projects as well uh, at once. We can bill all of our projects at once. Any of those times that are released for billing can be billed simultaneously. So we have the ability to you know, select all of our projects and release all entries for billing, bill individual projects, and even download reports and invoice reports before sending out to the client. So we have the ability to then edit those reports in Word. There's a lot of functionality, a lot of uh, independence that we have around the billing process. So it can be very helpful for different industries and, and different types of solutions, especially within professional services. Well, what about work in progress? Yeah, so when accounting departments are working in different systems to the project teams, WIP is often something that doesn't get done at all or is a very manual task, right? Because you have to consolidate all of that project data, measure it against the billings, and then figure out what your remaining asset and unbilled revenue or flip side if you've overbilled, right, your liability is. So because all the projects are in the same system as the accounting module, there's actually functionality to just calculate your WIP on all of your projects in the system. So you just click the button that says calculate WIP, and then you just post it to the chart of accounts. If you want to review the entry, you can prior to doing that. So when month end comes around, you calculate your WIP based on your defined settings. So there's a few different WIP calculations, and then it will post those values to your WIP asset and recognize your unbilled revenue. So we find a lot of clients that, you know, operate in a fixed price environment, particularly with uh, processes and different systems, missing this function altogether. And then often, especially in the fixed price side of things, they're understating their assets, right? Because they're not measuring WIP. They've often billed at a fixed price and completed more work than where the billings are at. And, you know, so their financials aren't reflecting that completely. So just looking for sort of the comprehensive piece of this without all the manual work to to get through it. So we like the WIP function in there. We we have most of our clients that are being going through their projects implementations have, have put this in place and, and are using it effectively today. I know we have a lot of clients that come to us, you know, as they're trying to modernize their ERP system because their solution in QuickBooks doesn't allow them to have, you know, robust reporting. What kind of reporting can somebody get out of Business Central? Yeah, so now let's put our manager hat on, right? So whether we're a C-level employee or a project manager, generally there's going to be some level of project reporting that we need. So the cool thing about the advanced projects module is it's got a, a very user-friendly project screen. 
What I mean by that is you have the ability to both customize the order in which fields are in on our project screen. And those fields that are showing are anywhere from budget amounts, costs and price to usage or actual amounts between our employees, any inventory items, any expenses. So right on the project screen, there's a lot of reporting that we can do for budgets to actuals, timesheet hours that are open in our timesheet or awaiting approval, as well as setting alerts or thresholds from our, our budget to our actuals. So we can even set alerts. Like I said, we can put a notification on the project list to basically put one of our projects in a red status. So it'll show us a little red button letting us know if we are overutilized on the project or if our actuals are exceeding our initial budget. So there's a lot of reporting that we can do even directly within Business Central just from the projects list and the project screen, the project card. You also have the ability to obviously link Power BI. So this is a very good opportunity with using a Microsoft platform, right? We talked earlier about how the Microsoft suite talks well to one another. So we also have Microsoft Power BI, which is a reporting tool. We can build various types of reports within Microsoft Power BI. Uh, there's a lot of demo reports that can be shown. And those reports cover anything from a general projects overview. So how are our projects as a whole performing against our budgets? What is the revenue comparison against the cost comparison? Again, that's really just profitability. We can even then dig into project tasks and see how each task is doing uh, on an overall basis. So where, what tasks are we spending more time on versus what tasks are yielding us a high return? So those are just a couple of examples of some reports that we can build. Power BI gives us the ability to customize our own dashboards, layer reporting between different tables in Business Central. So it gives us a lot of flexibility to build our desired reports. Very cool. I know we've covered a lot of the project needs and how that fits into Business Central as a single ERP. What are the other benefits to using a Microsoft product for work efficiency? Yeah. So like we said earlier, overall, the Microsoft products play nicely together. So, you know, we've covered how you can sync resource project scheduling to Outlook calendars. You can timesheet from Outlook, those kind of pieces related to projects in Business Central. And then we also talked about how you can use Power BI, which is another Microsoft product to do your automate, you know, to have your live data reporting coming right out of the system into like that visualized dashboard. All of these tools are, are there at no extra cost or very minimal extra cost, right? And in increase efficiency a lot. The other area that Microsoft has invested a lot recently is, is sort of the no slash low code automation area, right? So they refer to this as their power automate solution. So right now they have the biggest market share in all of low code automation. Where businesses might see the use of this is creating automated workflows to help business operations for really mundane, you know, day-to-day -day repetitive tasks. And it requires minimal or no development, depending on what we're trying to do, right? So if you're using SharePoint or OneDrive storage or Microsoft CRM, right, or with Teams, then you can create a bunch of automation between these. So some examples of this are, you know, being able to automatically save email attachments to a certain OneDrive folder. So you don't have to worry about that being able to set up a quick power app that managers can use for approval and uh, for leap requests. 
right? Or set up uh, approval for new documents and notify people via Teams channels. So all of these kind of things are available in this automation tool and it links straight into Power BI alerts, into Outlook, into Teams, and obviously into Business Central with the things we're doing with projects here. So using that kind of whole suite, obviously your licensing can tie together as well, but more just the efficiency of what's already available that you don't have to build to really speed up you know, the organizational efficiency, you know, that we're trying to get to. So that's kind of the the biggest benefits of where that whole stack comes together. And more and more people are starting to use the the Power Automate solution with the other business tools that they're using. And, you know, that's not going to stop growing. So certainly something that we like to, you know, provide as an add-on service for people going through the DARP uh, processes as well. Okay. Yeah, it's a very cool one-stop shop kind of product. Well, Josh and Will, thank you so much for taking the time to help our listeners understand the Business Central product. And thanks to our listeners for joining us on another episode of Take Me to the Cloud. Appreciate it. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Melissa. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Take Me to the Cloud. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe to be alerted of new episodes. For more information, visit witham.com.